3: thursday on the program i think so it's thursday the days run together sometimes but it is thursday on the show and if so that means that you know what that means it means we can talk all of the wrestling news and preview dynamite tomorrow and and by the way tomorrow in this program we'll be joined by a regular here rocky romero is going to be on the show a lot of stuff coming up with Rocky. We can talk about the Shingo Okada match, which did commentary for New Japan. And uh, Talking Shop Amania Live coming up from Jimmy Seafood. We'll talk about that as well. So that's coming up tomorrow. Today, however, we have got the lineup for the Dynamite Show. We have got... A Triple H media call where he talked about the show on Sunday and some other stuff. I have direct quotes here that I'm going to read. i try not to get mad, but what do you want me to do? We got the NXT numbers for Monday night and a bunch of other news as well. This weekend is going to be pretty crazy. We have got the NXT TakeOver show coming up on Sunday. There is an Impact Wrestling pay-per-view There is a UFC pay-per-view with two title fights and the return of Nate Diaz in a five-rounder. We have got, uh, I think there's an Invicta show. There's a stardom pay-per-view. There is a PFL show. I mean, there's a million things going on. So there will be no shortage of things to talk about. And my birthday. Are you aware of that? That's coming up Saturday as well. So anyway, we can talk about anything you would like today. The text message line, 425 780 7566 is the phone number. That is 425 780 7566. Emails to Brian at WrestlingObserver.com, at Brian Alvarez on Twitter. We're going to open up the phone lines later today 844 913 2727. Plenty to get into. You can chat at Twitch as well. Twitch.tv slash F4W video. Back in a moment, Observer Live. now
4: at O'Reilly Auto Parts, get up to a $15 gift card after mail-in rebate when you purchase select SuperStart batteries. With the power and capacity your vehicle demands, SuperStart batteries are designed for lasting performance and consistent starts. Turn the key with confidence with SuperStart batteries only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh,
5: oh, O'Reilly
0: Auto Parts.
4: Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. Ron Barr here. Now that people are getting out and exercising more, I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor helps those exercise-related pains and general muscle aches and pains. Now, if you're going to be working in the garden, you're going to be using your hands a lot. And if your hands hurt, listen to what Julia Brown had to say about using Relief Factor.
6: I had pain in my hands that kept me from work and doing projects around the home. I heard about Relief Factor on the radio and began taking it, and it left me with pain-free hands again. I was able to do the things around the house that I enjoy doing. I'm so glad I found Relief Factor.
4: 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Be sure to check out Relief Factor at relieffactor.com or give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Where's what this guy wrote? He just just resubscribed and he said something like, uh, 11 months of Brian's subtle ire. I was like, subtle? When's my ire ever subtle? Really? My ire got up today for a lot of reasons.
7: You dander. Uh,
3: First off is like a bunch of people on this chat here. I love the chat and everything like that, but, you know, a few rotten apples. And I'm not even sure these are rotten apples. It was just, there's all this talk about, oh, Rampage. (laughs) Guys, dude. What about it? Well, oh, you know, Rampage is going to do horrible. These numbers are terrible on Friday for AEW. It's not going to do well. It's going to do below what they're doing right now. It's doing worse in NX. I'm like, bro, hold on a second. Can it debut first? Let's just chill out for a second, okay? Really? Listen. Rampage is going to be on Fridays. It is going to be on every Friday, okay? AEW Dynamite is going to be on Wednesday. Every Wednesday, now, they tell you what's coming up on the next episode of Dynamite, all right? In a few months, what they're going to do is they're going to tell you what's coming up on the next Dynamite, and they're also going to tell you what's coming up on the next Rampage in two days. They're going to plug Rampage every single week on their main show. Listen, it's not going to do a million viewers on Friday night at 11 o'clock. But like these people thinking, oh, it's going to do 300,000 viewers, nobody's going to watch it. They're going to watch it, okay? I don't know in what numbers, but anybody drawing... there's, there's There's one conclusion you can kind of draw, and that is that if the first hour of Dynamite on Fridays is doing well, then that's a good sign for Rampage. If it's not doing well, it could be a bad sign for Rampage, but there's no guarantee because once everything gets back to normal, then the rules change. I don't know why we're drawing all of these conclusions from a period where things aren't normal that's number one and by the way this idea that oh the top stars are not going to want to work rampage oh they may not be able to book another out listen just stop the top stars do matches on elevation and they do matches on dark you're telling me that they're gonna not do matches on of course they're gonna do matches on rampage like are you out of your mind the whole idea behind this uh, this Elevation show here was Tony Khan was practicing for Rampage. So he's writing the Dynamite show every week. He's writing Elevation every week. And what's going to happen is he's going to transition over those things to Dynamite and Rampage. There's going to be the number one and the number two shows. There's still going to be an Elevation. There's still going to be a Dark. It's going to be a bunch of matches. But the priority is going to be two hours of AEW on Wednesday, and one hour of Rampage on Friday. That's been the plan from day one. It is not going to be a D-level show. It's not going to be a bunch of dorks doing matches that don't matter. The idea is you're going to have two important hours on Wednesday. You're going to preview Friday on that important show, and you're going to do one hour important matches on Friday. Is it going to light the world on fire at 10 o'clock on Friday? No, it's not. But drawing these conclusions that, oh, it's going to do terrible and no one's going to watch it and there's going to be no stars on it, and come on, get out of here. Like, use your brain. Which brings us to Triple H did a media call today. The, all, the audio's on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com if you want to listen to it. I like Triple H. I think he's trying his best. I feel bad for the guy in in a sense because it it, it has to suck to work at a place where politics don't allow you to say what you really think. I think that he says some things that he does really think, but bro, there's a lot of stuff that Triple H can't say. He can't come on here and talk about what a disaster it is when people get called up to the main roster that he spent so much time on and worked so hard with and literally nothing happens with them. And in the case of an Elster Black who was his champion in NXT – They get taken off TV for eight months. They get brought back and they get fired. There is obviously a level of frustration right there. But then he says stuff like this. It's so funny to me sometimes how in our business, everyone is so worried about where someone is going to go or land or how is this going to play out long term in the future? How about watch it? Do you like it or do you not like it? Do you have to say, quote, I like it, but I like this other thing more? Just watch it or don't. Now, granted, I've said something similar in the past. Like, if you don't watch it, just don't watch. But this argument that is a fan, like, if I'm a fan of NXT, he's telling me I'm not allowed to be concerned about what's gonna happen when somebody is called up to the main roster. That's the whole point of NXT. Is to be able to see people before they get called up to the main roster. Now you're telling me, well, don't worry about it. Just watch the show, and don't be concerned about what happens when they go up to the main roster. Bro, if it doesn't matter, why am I watching the show? And then he says, stop trying to figure out where everything goes. Fans ruin their own stuff half the time, trying to figure out where everything goes and why it's going there and how, and then trying to pick up their phone and search for the thing to find out what it is, It can ruin it for them, so they aren't surprised when it happens. I don't understand that. I'm sorry that your job is to book a competent wrestling show. When I was a child, and by the way, when Triple H was a child, do you know what people called pro wrestling often? They didn't call it sports entertainment. They called it wrestling, and they called it a male soap opera. A soap opera for men. That was the term that was used for pro wrestling. A soap opera for men. Why did they call it a soap opera for men? Because it was about storylines. Obviously, we watched it for the wrestling, we were wrestling fans. But the reason that we continued to care about the wrestling show was because of the storylines, where things were going. If you take that out of professional wrestling, it becomes the 25th season of Ultimate Fighter, which nobody watches. I don't want to just turn on the show and watch a bunch of random wrestling matches where nothing leads to anything, and there's no point to anything. I just tune in and, oh, there's some random matches this week, and they're leading to a pay-per-view where some stuff is going to happen But it's random because nothing leads anywhere or has led anywhere. And then we go back to a TV where there's just random matches. I don't want to watch that. Bro, do you know how much wrestling... If I want to see a wrestling match... Do you want to know how many different places I can watch a wrestling match? What separates your promotion... From AEW, or Raw, or SmackDown, or Ring of Honor, or Impact, or New Japan, or Startup, or or All Japan, whatever. What separates you from that? The storylines. It's not just tuning in to watch two dudes or two women in the ring, or in a lot of cases, five men, having a match. I can watch a match anywhere. So I don't like to be told, why are you worried about where things are going? Why are you worried about the direction Why are you trying to find... Dude, that's the point! Right? Otherwise, what is the point? What is the point of watching NXT if it doesn't matter where everything's going? And I had a big argument with Dave last night. It doesn't matter if anyone wins or loses. What's the point of watching it? So anyway, I was irritated listening to this. And I'm also irritated because I know that he's irritated. And I'm sure he's irritated for a lot of reasons... But there's only so much that he can complain. Right now, he has to complain about the fans. He can't complain about, oh, well, you know, we did all this stuff with Io Shirai, and I'd like to see her go up to the main roster, but here she is. She's back, and now we got to just do stuff with her. But what are we going to do? I don't know. Don't worry about it. I was irritated. We're going to go to a break. Mike here has got his head down because I rambled for uh, 10 minutes here. But sometimes that happens. But you know what, Mike? If you want to complain about it, knock yourself out when we come back from the break. And then you can complain about what he said, too, if you want to. There's no politics here on this website. Back in a moment, Observer Live.
0: That's 855-325-1780. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? Pet Joy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want just let us know and we'll make it right totally risk free what do you have to lose you can't buy pet joy multivitamins in a store the only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer and if you call right now learn how to get two bottles free with your order turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper ain't that right boy he said call pet joy right now 800 846 2153 That's 800-846-2153. Come on,
4: you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you.
2: You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Go for it, Mike.
7: What can I really add? Uh, I haven't heard it yet. Um, I don't understand why. I guess I understand to a point why wrestlers sometimes will publicly. Jab back at fans or get into it because in this day and age, when you have so many people following you on social media and that voice is out there, it's hard. It's real easy to say, well, just don't pay attention to that. It's hard sometimes and people are human and sometimes that negative, if you're In a bad place, especially, you know, that negative will always gnaw at you and eat at you. Not everybody can just wisp that away like it's nothing. So I can see why they lash out. But like when it comes to Triple H, and he talks about the type of of fanatical fans that, while they always keep the machine going because they are fanatical fans, why even give them the benefit of the doubt to speak about them in this way where it's like, people are so worried about this or that? why why even bother with and take that type of question on? It's never going to make you sound good. You know, it just makes it sound like you're bitching about the fans and maybe you're you're only bitching about a small segment of them, but it it makes to me it makes him come off looking bad. And again, I haven't heard this yet. Some of these questions are kind of ridiculous though. It's like the one about Mickey James, you know, somebody asked him if he's going to send talent uh to the the NWA all women's pay-per-view and it's like what do you want him to say? Like it's a stupid question. I'm sorry. Like with the politics and the element, you know what it is. Like what? What do you? You think you're gonna get some like a hot headline out of Triple H by? Yeah, we're 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 definitely gonna do that. And Billy Corrigan and we we've been working to get. I mean, come on. So I think a lot of this stuff tends to be silly anyway. And I don't want to say it's jumped the shark because I think it's good that he does it and it gives a voice to Dave Meltzer and Mike Johnson and whoever else decides to to join these things. Yeah, I guess it can be a good thing, but to me, like, the only thing we're really getting out of these things anymore is a a couple of talking points we can bandy about on the show, and that's it. You know, it's kind of like the investors' calls where it's like, you know, the hard numbers, we can get somebody else to talk about those when Vince and the, you know— and Barrios and all them were doing it, it wasn't necessarily the case. Now, with Nikon, that might be a little bit different, but it's the same type of vibe with me, where it's like we're not getting anything fresh or new out of this. I hope they continue, and I hope maybe that we do, but this type of stuff seems to be always the case now. There's always something he says that we all jump on for a little bit, and then we really don't get anything forward, any forward progress at all about what what's happening with NXT, or frankly, any real thoughts, because as you mentioned... He is handcuffed here. I'm sure he would have a different vision or somewhat of a different vision... Than he does, and a different vision as as how his brand is viewed and how it's portrayed, and this and how those people that he uses so well sometimes in NXT go up to the main roster and just die a horrible death. In fact, that's usually the betting odds, right? Like, how can they screw up Bailey? Well, they did. How can they screw up this person or that person or or whoever? Like, that's you know, I'm sure he hates that, and he has really no control over that. It doesn't seem so. You know, again, I, I just. It is what it is with these things, and I probably won't listen to it because everybody else is going to be talking about it for a day, and then it will be over with.
3: I cannot believe that after all of the work that myself and Sidney Bacabella did to get you back on the show, the first thing you do is drop the B word again. You didn't even notice. I need to find if there's a, a pop filter that's made of soap. So anyway, Tuesday nights at XT, six hundred and sixty-nine thousand viewers on the USA network. Last week, do you remember what they did last week, Mike? <laughs> Not well, that's for sure. Six hundred and sixty eight thousand. Virtually go. the exact, exact same number of viewers. The show for the fifth straight week has done between six sixty eight and seven hundred thousand viewers. It's a very loyal audience. Show drew a .2 and 18 to 49, up 5.3 percent. Was a .19 last week. NBA 3.6 million viewers. Year over year viewership very consistent, which to me is a disaster. Yeah. Because the viewership is down .6 percent from last year when they had dynamite going head to head with them. Now granted they got the NBA playoffs so we'll see what happens when the playoffs are over well, but you
7: know that covid thing was pretty strong during last year's uh during last year around this time too you know
3: Now they are up 25% 18 to 49 from the same week last year so they did uh probably get some of those younger AEW viewers who are like me and don't like to watch the NBA We're like
7: 2500 people between 18 to 34 watching NXT
3: I don't have the numbers right now, but... uh, It's not not good, that's for sure. Next segment, we're going to open up the phone lines if you want to text us at the moment. It's 425-780-7566. 425-780-7566. Or send emails to brian at wrestlingobserver.com. Try out to be the new co-host. By the way, tonight, everybody, speaking of co-hosts, Tonight, the Brian and Vinny show, we will be reviewing NXT in great detail from Tuesday. And also, myself and Vinny will be reviewing the Shingo Takagi vs. Okada match from the New Japan show, where Shingo, victorious in his hunt for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. That is coming up tonight, and is with all Brian and Vinny shows, it will be airing live at midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific, Only at video.f4wonline.com. Replays will be up at wrestlingobserver.com and the video site and everywhere else as well. Nothing changes.
7: Wait, hold on. Because we have to hold people's hands here. So you're saying you can't watch it on Twitch? No. You need a subscription. Did I
3: not say that nothing changes? If you couldn't watch it on Twitch before, you can't watch it on Twitch now. Gotta help them here. But if we have a post-pay-per-view show that was normally on Twitch, it's going to be there. Because nothing is changing. It's an addition. It is an addition. It is an addition. Not a change. I know people don't like change. I understand. I feel for you fans of our product. I like you for the most part. It's not your fault. Except for those of you that are idiots. Then it is your fault. Do you respect them, though? I respect, like, 99% of them. But the ones I don't respect are the ones that cry and complain, but won't call in to talk about it. Those I do not respect. Cowards. I would not go that far. I would. Ah, You're right, they're cowards. All right, let's look at what's in the uh, text message bin right here. Because, as usual, we have got a lot. Brian, why are you on mic? On your other shows, you curse more than an alcoholic who is in the middle of a custody trial. See, I like this person. (laughs) I like this person as a person. A lot of but I also would like to say, with all due respect, that you're an idiot. Because the reason you can't swear on this show is it's on the radio! The other shows are podcasts! You know, There's a wasn't difference!
7: A, wasn't a concern until, like, the border blaster out of Tijuana
3: at 3 a.m. decided to have standards and practices. Have you been to Tijuana at 3 a.m., Brian? Listen, everyone, do you understand that this show that you're listening to, Wrestling Observer Live... It airs not just on Twitch and on podcast and on YouTube in replay form, but it airs live on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, which has been around so long that it used to be called the Sports Byline Radio Network, and I had to get myself out of the habit of calling it that. It is on the Mightier 1090 AM. It is on the American Forces Network. I'm sure Dom could tell me a million other places that, but it's on the radio. That's why there's commercials It is a radio program. You can't say the B word here or the F word or the S word or any other words. I mean, you can say some other words. But that's why I swear on the other shows and not on this show.
7: Except you have sworn on this show.
3: Like four times in history.
7: You're the one. You've dropped the biggest one. I did. Out of both of us. That's uh, I would have lost that bet. I did lose that bet, actually. Yeah, you, you.
3: But honestly, if you Good think cover, if you think of how many radio shows I have done in my lifetime on over-the-air radio, this dates back to 1999, the fact that I've only screwed up, like I think it's actually less than four. I think it's maybe three. But the fact that I've only screwed up three times in all those years and all those shows, I mean, come on.
7: My needs to pour back through the archive. I bet you it's been more than three. But all right.
3: Someone took over WWE Creative and turned things around with the call-ups and etc. There would be a documentary someday where Triple H would openly talk about how frustrated he used to be. Maybe, maybe because let's just say, God forbid, I don't want anyone to pass away, but if Vince passed away tomorrow, think about it. I mean, he's getting beatified. You think they're yeah, exactly? He's going to be a saint. You think they're going to go back and do documentaries about all these terrible things? That, no, Vince is going to be the. The Lord and Savior of wrestling, and he will be uh, beatified. I don't like to steal words from Mike, but I, in this case, I have to. For the rest of eternity.
7: Learn that one at the Word Museum. Thank you, Sydney. See? Paying dividends already. Sydney Bacabella. Thank you, sir. Former WWF Hall of Famer.
3: Yeah, this Can you goes- imagine
7: this statue that is going to be erected, whether it be at the WWF Hall of Fame or WWE Hall of Fame, Physical Hall of Fame one day, or whether it's just at Titan Towers, the size of the statue of benevolent Vince McMahon smiling oh, down on Paul. Oh, dude, you know, know what it's going to
3: be? It's going to be like one of those action figures where where you make an action figure of, like, uh, X-Pac in 1995, but then they put these giant muscles on him. <laughs> They're going to have a statue of Vince. He's going to be bigger than Arnold. That's that's a dated reference, but he's the most famous bodybuilder, I would say.
7: Arnold may still be around at that that time to to actually, you know, whatever the the, the ribbon cutting for the statue uh, reveal would be. Amazing man.
3: Friend says, Brian, I don't think it's a good idea to openly tell fans not to be fans. The Triple H comments really rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, that's literally what it is. It's like, don't do the things that are fun for fans. Well, yeah. Like what? I can't try to find out where things are going or. I'm not allowed to do that. I just need to watch and be quiet. Well,
7: and the one and that's the thing is maybe he's talking to the ones that are really the worst of the worst, where it's like, you know, they go crazy and whatever doesn't take place that they love, they hate, you know. But it's like, again, with the way you said it, you just broad brushed everybody.
3: Back in Here. a moment, Blokes Wrestling Observer Live.
6: I'm taking it to the streets to give people the good news. Oh, excuse me, hello. I'm Flo from Progressive, and no, did you know?
7: No, I'm just waiting for the bus.
6: So, then you have time to hear about how, with Home Quote Explorer, you can check if you're paying too much for home insurance.
7: Yeah, if I was interested in talking to you,
2: which I'm not.
6: Okay, I'll do the talking, and you just check if you can be saving, which is gonna be pretty hard to do if you put on your headphones.
2: Okay. See if you're paying too much for home insurance
0: with Home Quote Explorer, Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. All right, we have GOAT Yoga Lotties coming up in the yoga room. Hey, vegan can you go At Finley's down? Fitness,
3: personal trainers shouldn't have to personally do everything. Awesome. Engage that core. That class started two minutes ago. I am late. Hey, Dylan, can you Indeed can help them hire the people they need. <sighs> I need Indeed. Indeed, you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your
2: short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com/slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network.
3: Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. I had a fella that, uh, where's my phone's here? There we go. I had a fella that uh, said that he went to uh, radio and broadcasting school. Yeah, and that he knew 100 percent that we could swear on the show.
7: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. hold on a
3: second. Wait a minute.
7: Wait, there it are doesn't seven... matter what it
3: says in school. Sports byline says I'm not allowed to swear on this show. I that... want to see the handbook. Dom, I'm can I swear think... on the show? Can we say the b word on the show, Dom? No. Where is he? Oh, see Wait, there you go. Now, no. Like
7: this is not one of the seven. What do you want me to do? That George Carlin talked about. Okay, it's not like we're saying. You know, well, don't
3: even start, Mike. I'm going to Portsmouth.
7: We're not doing that. I have a feeling this is kind of like the NWA rule book. Like, I want to see this about like tag ropes and 10 counts and, and, and these types of things from back in the day. I want to see the rule book on this because I have a feeling I'm getting bamboozled.
3: Oh, now the guy he sends me another text and says, Sorry, I meant to say can't. Well, you're right then. All right, let's go to the phone. He was
7: just trying to get us to curse. <laughs>
3: you're on the air. What's going on?
5: What's going on, Brandon from Portsmouth? And Brian, I went and got my registration papers to officially change the name of the city to Portsmouth. So oh, now it's legal and it's official. Good. So I thought when you said when you got your know, papers,
3: you were going to be a WWE tag team because they need registration papers. Well, now.
5: that's it was actually near the same office, right, where Riddle got his papers. So it was all good. Boot you to I went to talk. <laughs> I went to talk about um, with the main event for the uh, Takeover show. And, you know, it is interesting because, I mean, Adam Cole is kind of portrayed as like the one with the most credibility to actually win the belt. But ironically, I don't recall if he has won a match at all this year. I might be forgetting one if he has. I have been told, I've not gone back,
3: Portsmouth, but I've been told that he has not won a single match in uh, 2021.
5: Exactly. And so like, but like Pete Dunne and Kyle O'Reilly have been winning matches. And it's like, you would have thought that would have been like the number one contenders match between those two but i guess we're not allowed to pay attention to this stuff anyway so hey brandon do, yeah don't
7: pay Let attention me ask you Brandon. Some. come on yeah. Yeah. brandon what do you feel how <laughs> yeah. do you feel about carrying cross how do you feel about him as a champion how do you, does he make you want to turn on the tv of all those five guys in that match against those other five <laughs>
5: where would he rank yeah i like carrying cross because he looks like a killer i mean I know that was his name at one point um i i like the look i know he might not be the best worker but i like the look he looks like he could be a champion he probably just has to improve on things like maybe promo and stuff like that so i do actually like the look but i get a lot of people aren't really into it and i guess to each his own so
3: well i want to thank you very much for the call and yes there's a uh there's a pay-per-view an NXT show this weekend, a takeover. And there's a five way main event. Carrion is defending against Adam Cole mm-hmm. and Pete Dunn mm-hmm. and Kyle O'Reilly. hmm And uh who's the fifth guy? Finn. Finn Balor. No he's mm-hmm. not. Finn Balor? Who it's Finn not Finn act? Balor. Who's Finn got? Finn doesn't have a match on the show.
7: Who we forgetting? Who is it, everybody? Yeah.
3: Carrion Cross. Adam Cole. Oh,
7: nobody's watching this apparently in here.
3: Oh Gargano, that's Gargano. right. Gargano.
7: Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Comedy. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Comedy.
3: We've well. we got Mr. Comedy in there. We've got uh Mr. Oh, wait, or
7: or all of a sudden is he now Johnny Takeover again? Is he Johnny Takeover because the show's happening? Get the hell out of here. I am so sick of Johnny Gargano at this point, and I don't want to see just I sorry, get out. I don't want to see any more overly done. Masturbatory long matches, you know. When he is Mr. Johnny Takeover, I'm done with this whole thing. With the way I look at a guy, you know, like Austin Theory, and I'm and I'm staring at him being a goofball taking L's to to, to Pete Dunne or whoever to, to help build what's happening with Johnny Gargano. I mean, come on. I am just I'm done with it. Get out.
3: Sorry. Wow. Well, anyway, my point was. So you got this this five way here. And the only one that they have given any on-screen credibility to in the last two weeks is actually the guy who's won zero matches this year. That's Adam Cole. Yeah. And uh, then there's the other three guys who, like, they just get, they were destroyed last night. Gary Cross single-handedly destroyed three men last night. They had to. And then he got super kicked from behind by Adam Cole, this was Tuesday, and laid out. And I'm just watching this thing thinking, okay, first off, why isn't it carrying Cross versus Adam Cole in a singles match? Like, what are these other guys in here for? You gave them zero credibility. You beat them up like geeks. I know that the answer is, so they can have a good match. But, bro, I can see a good match in 15 different companies here on this planet. I need more than that. I need you to make me care. And for sure, and the, the ironic thing here, by the way, is if you're mad at me, like, watch the show, because those fans didn't care one bit about that brawl at the end of the show. They were deadly, deathly quiet as those guys were all brawling with each other and carrying cross is laying them out. I have never like, I know I am prone to hyperbole, but like go watch the last segment of NXT and tell me if you've ever seen a main event angle for a go home show for a big takeover or a pay-per-view or whatever. Have a more dead crowd than the one we saw in that building, and it wasn't like a dome. There were people in the building, dead quiet. What's going on here?
7: Carrion Cross is a star, just not there. Like you know what I mean? Like with the big entrance, and I wasn't that big of a fan of the entrance. I think it's a little overdone, especially when you're always doing it over and over again, and not just for big events. But you know, I, I get it. But like at this, like he's a guy that no, go to the main roster. Go to the main roster because with Pritchard and whoever else with their hands in the mix, it may fit better. Because for whatever reason, he should be a big star. And I don't think NXT fans, old or new, are buying him as... The, it, it. Maybe if he wasn't the champion and was in big brawling feuds with Bronson Reed or, or something like that, maybe that's it. But it just seemed like... And I know the injury, you know, took some some steam off of that, but I have a feeling even if he didn't get injured and come back, the reaction would still be the same. I, I just for whatever reason that fits not there. And he's a guy that maybe should be somewhere else. So we can have the Coles and O'Reilly's and the Duns and and those types of guys, your swerves, your, you know, your phantasmas, your, you know, those types or your Santos Escobars like. Maybe those guys should be in the title picture more than a guy like Karrion Cross, who, again, may be better slamming around and in brawls, but is probably better served up on the main roster sooner rather than later.
3: Bellows of Falls, which I think is the name of Champa's finisher. You're on the air. What's going on?
6: <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? What's up, Twitch homies? Yes, I, this is Dagan. I can confirm that Bellows Falls is the name of Champa's finisher. Uh, first off, just wanted to say happy early birthday to you, Brian. I uh, hope you have a great weekend with your family and whatever else you're doing to celebrate.
3: Thanks, bro. Um,
6: so I was listening. To you, absolutely. So I was listening to you and Dave have uh, quite the debate about this uh, angle between Ember Moon and Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai uh, earlier today, and I, I'm going to have to side with you on this one. I, I think the disqualification finish was a bit unnecessary, and that you totally could have had Dakota Kai lose to Ember Moon to kind of build her. And I know Dave was making the argument that it protects the finisher to just have her hit it after the DQ but doesn't it make more sense to have your challenger get victories on television? Bro, are you trying are you trying to light to the fuse right here? Are you challenger? kidding me?
3: Of course, of so. course it's oh, the better that's idea. My opinion on it. Yes.
6: It it makes the most sense to me to have that. But so I I didn't necessarily like the DQ finish, but I guess if I don't like it according to Triple H, I just don't have to watch. So there we go. Hope you guys have a good
3: weekend, and I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, maybe Triple H listened to me and Dave, and he was like, well, uh, Dave's right. What's this Brian talking about? Quit worrying about where things are going and and finishes and all that stuff. Just watch and shut up.
7: Well, for those of us on the outside here, what exactly? Give us the, the condensed, you know, Cliff Notes version of all right, what you and I'll, Dave I'll are about. I'll just make over.
3: it quick. It was Ember Moon versus Dakota Kai. Yeah. Ember Moon is getting a title match on Sunday. Not one person on the planet Earth believes that Ember Moon can beat Raquel. So what they did is Ember and Dakota had a long match on a show where there was nothing but interference and distractions in every single match. It's the it's the last match on the show. And Raquel just runs in for the DQ. And then Ember lays out Raquel. My point was, bro, nobody believes that Ember Moon can beat Raquel. So... In what universe can she not pin Dakota Kai, get beaten up by Raquel, and lay Raquel out and hit her with her finish, and leave both of them lying afterwards after having pinned one of them? Dave's argument is, oh, she did not have to beat Dakota. A DQ was fine. All people will remember is laying her out with the Eclipse. The DQ was fine. That's the crux of the argument. That's it. Well, if he didn't... If it didn't happen... More
7: often than not in WWE, then I would tend to agree with him. If he brought up the fact that they do have this storyline where Raquel always has to save Dakota, okay, I guess you can attach that to it as well, too. But the problem is, the first part of that outweighs the second part in that you do this too often across all three of your shows, and it loses its, its effectiveness, and then you have a match like that where it really... Ember does need to get a victory. Ember does need something to really be able to kind of like have that feather in her cap going into that match to make it believable. And you don't have that. And to make her a legitimate, you know, contender. And unfortunately, you don't have that. So I tend to, I agree with you more there, uh, period. Because again, it's, if they would, if this would have been something they do very rarely, okay. You get some heat and then she lays her out and cool. But you know, the fact that these folks never... And yes, he was the tag team champion, but the fact that these folks never get wins, it's like the main roster. It was like my thing with Jay Uso. Like that's and they played off of that with Jimmy with the exact same B word that I said on this show about Jay. Like, if you need if you have these guys who play heavies for this other person or, or they got to get wins. You know, you got to get credibility. Back in the day, people would get crushed, but a guy like Ricochet would be on NWA Pro or Wrestling Challenger or Superstars getting wins. And yeah, maybe they lose the big match, but at least these people have some credibility. There's a whole, you know, spectrum of stars here. And unfortunately, you don't have that. So when Ember doesn't get that win, she ends up being a weak candidate. And When you do something over and over again, it loses its effectiveness.
3: At the end of the day... I am a wrestling fan, and when I am watching a show, it doesn't matter what an argument is about whether something was, quote, right or not right about the booking. At the end of the day, what do I feel as a fan when a segment is over? Well, when I watched that, did I feel that there was any chance that Ember was going to beat Raquel on Sunday? No. Why would I think that? She couldn't even beat Dakota. And I don't care if she laid someone out with their move. She couldn't beat Dakota Kai, and you want me to go into Sunday thinking that she's going to beat Raquel Gonzalez? No. So it doesn't matter what the right thing to do is or what has been done in the past with other people. All that matters is what I feel as a fan when the segment is over. And the way they did that segment, I felt exactly the same going out of it as I did going into it that there is no chance Ember wins on Sunday. That's it,
7: and this is where ratings can matter and where records can matter and where you utilize them because you put Ember on a 15 match winning streak and you do that finish, okay. But you have a weak challenger going in; she still can't beat this person's, you know, uh, partner. You know, and then you know again, it, the whole thing it does lose its effectiveness. Okay, she lays him out. We've seen that picture a million times. We know how it can go.
3: First, says, Brian is right from a fan's perspective. Dave is right from how WWE thinks, blah, blah, blah. Listen, no one is being graded for their booking. I mean, you're being graded by, like, me saying whether a show is good or not. But at the end of the day, when TakeOver is over, no one's going to walk up to Triple H and give him a report card for his booking. Like, Vince is going to show up and go, Oh, right, you got a B, pal. The show is going to be graded on whether people are interested in your pay-per-view, whether they watch the pay-per-view, whether they care. That's ultimately your grade. So it doesn't matter what your booking philosophy is. It doesn't matter whether you're doing things right by WWE standards. All that matters in the end is do the fans care? And so if they don't, you swung and missed. If they do care, you did something right, whether it's proper or not. That's it. That's the end of the story. We got to go to a break. Period. 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 (laughs) Back in a moment. Observer Live.
4: Do you have a home that you don't want anymore?
2: Visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back
3: right, in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi also of WrestlingObserver.com. I want to send a shout out to uh, Fried Warrior One Nine One Three Zero Six. I think that's his Stormtrooper name, but he says. It's about one thirty a.m. in India right now, but I'm awake because I love Observer Live. It's awesome. That's what I like to hear. Although I don't know how it's twelve, it's one thirty in India, but it's one o'clock here. You're telling me you're eleven and a half hours different from us? It should be almost two, fried warrior, right? It should be almost well, two o'clock right now.
7: Isn't it like,
3: like twenty one hours? I uh, I don't know. Well, my point is, it wouldn't. Now he's saying it's one thirty. How's it one thirty? but it's 1 here? What do we got here? Your time zone yeah. is different by hours and a half hour? Uh, Am India I that crazy? Eastern time
7: to Eastern daylight time. Uh, let's see. 4 p.m. would be uh, about 3 in the morning. That's so, uh, where
3: we're at here. No, this is all screwed up. Really? Sometimes. Wow, look at Dom. Hey. Well, I'm sorry for my ignorance. I don't travel. I try to stay only in the Pacific time zone unless absolutely necessary. Okay,
7: 3.30 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time is 1 a.m. India You're telling State me the guy time. in India
3: knows more about Indian time zones than I do? Ah, we're out of here. Wrestling Observer Live.